Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. Welcome to our 12 Days of Fitness series. This is a little something that I've put together for my clients and my audience to help them either stay on track or get back on track during this really busy time of year. I truly believe that there is no other time of year at this point in my adult life. We are all really busy. We find it difficult to fit in our health and fitness habits, but I just, every year I am just fascinated with how people will have a tendency to completely drop their bundle and put it off until the new year. And I think that the industry has a bit to do with that in terms of not giving people achievable ways to stay on track um, during busy times. So anyway, the next 12 episodes are going to be really short and sharp and they're going to be my 12 tips that you can use without even stepping foot into a gym to either stay on track or get back on track. I hope you find them really useful and if you'd like to know more about what we do, email coach at fitaf.com.au or go to fitaf.com.au to learn more. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Fitness Day 2. So yesterday I talked about five simple ways you can get back on track now with fitness if you're struggling. Today I want to talk a bit more in depth about the importance of having a plan rather than just trying to do better habits. If you're like most people, I bet you've tried a lot of popular fitness plans. In fact, we now have so much access to information on how to get fit that we should, in theory, all be exactly where we want to be, right? The stats say otherwise. In my opinion, the amount of fitness plans, diets, books, magazines, blogs, etc. are partly to blame for this. Why? Because they're not written with you in mind. I'm a big believer in working with the person in front of me, not making the person in front of me fit the same plan as everyone else. I once saw a lady post on a recipe group that I'm in that she needed ideas for high protein foods that she could take to work on out on the field with no access to refrigeration for long periods of time because her nutritionist told her that she had to eat six times a day. She wasn't competing in anything. She didn't even have a particular goal by a time frame. So that strategy really was not suitable to her work conditions. And I think, unfortunately, that she probably got another copy-paste plan from someone. So if someone is not listening to you about um, or taking into account your life circumstances, your preferences, and the likelihood that you will be able to stick to your plan, then they're not really writing a plan for you. They're probably just passing on some information. So here's the thing. You don't have to follow anything or any plan to the letter to improve where you're currently at which is another reason I recommend my clients diarize their food and workout habits so they can ultimately create their own plan that suits their lifestyle. 
Remember the principle, if it's too hard for you, you're less likely to stick to it and sticking to it is where the magic happens. So just because someone at work or someone you know got really great results from doing a particular type of workout or way of eating, it doesn't mean that it's going to be right for you. My biggest lesson after years of coaching people just like you is start simple, write it down, continuous improvement. So if your goal is fat loss, you're probably thinking, but sooner rather than later would be much better. So what's the quickest way to move the needle here? I'm going to give you three places to get started, simple places to get started here. And here they are. Number one, set your meal frequency or how many times a day you'll normally eat. Try to think in terms of meals rather than breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. So just meal one, two, three, you might even go four, five or six. It's up to your schedule and your likes and dislikes. Uh, so when you eat, will obviously depend on your personal commitments and preferences, but it's a good idea to have a bit of a map or outline of around about when you're going to eat most days so that you can space them out instead of just grazing all day. Not planning out meals and in particular meal timings is a surefire way to just sort of eat ad hoc all day. And that's the number one cause of overeating for most people. Number two, increase your lean sources of protein and plant foods in those meals. So Moderate carbs according to your activity levels. So if you are doing lots of hard training, I would say looking at including some more carbohydrates in your meals. If you're a little bit less active as in you're doing like very little steps, your job is very um, low levels of activity as well, probably dial down the carbohydrates because they're really good for providing energy for activity levels. So if you don't have high activity levels, you can cut those down a little bit. So maybe include them in one meal a day rather than all meals each day. That's just going to help you get your calorie intake down. Um, and if you're only going to measure one thing, I highly recommend measuring out your portions of dietary fats, such as like oils, seeds, nuts, avocado, cheese, um, it's just escaped me now, nut butters, <laughs> Um, mayo was another one I wanted to say. So salad dressings that are based in oil, really pay attention to portion control on those ones. If that's the only thing that you're really going to look at there because they're higher calorie per gram. So if you're just sort of pouring them over everything or including like three, four, five dietary fats within like a salad, for example, you could potentially be really increasing the energy content of that salad, which might be okay if your meal frequency is only like two times a day. But if you're having like three, four meals a day that are really going way over what you actually need, that's where you're going to start storing body fat. Um, so I'll leave that one with you. Uh, number three, drink more water. I'm going to go out on a ledge and say you're probably not drinking enough right now. It supports you in a number of ways in that if you are just a little bit dehydrated and you go to the gym, you're not going to perform as well. So you're not going to get as much out of that workout. Um, you're also going to feel probably more fatigued and you're going to be looking for more snack foods to try to fight that fatigue as well. When really just start tallying up your water and trying to have it at regular intervals as well.
Uh, I'm going to pop two resources that I give my clients into the show notes. So I've got my organized AF shopping list, which is exactly that. It's a shopping list of foods that you will use for your fat loss recipes. And I've got my fat loss meal builder as well, which is really just breaking down how to plan out your meals to be higher protein, including more of your plant-based foods and lower calorie per bite than potentially some of the foods that you may be grabbing on the go if you're not planning your meals. So it's really a, a meal planning tool. Um, if all of this just sounds overwhelming, guess what? This is what I do for a living. I help my clients create their plan. And for a limited time, you can get your custom 2023 plan from me for less. Uh, the offer is in the show notes as well. Thanks for listening.